Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. everybody's costumes every, every year of course everybody dresses up for president's day uh what is that you are michael i'm jimmy carter okay cool i like that joe it's joe goes lincoln every year i mean on one hand lincoln's the best president on the other hand geez every I year paid a lot for this costume a lot i guess i should boots with six inch lifts not cheap <laughs> katie's not dressed up of course because we don't allow female presidents but uh I threw mine together last minute, completely forgot about President's Day. I want James Tyler because nobody knows what James Tyler looks like, so I just thought boots and an overcoat, and I'm I'm as good a James Tyler as you're going to get. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's going to criticize me? Live from Studio C. A dim- C's in your... A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Big finish here. Come on now. Bring it home for President's Day. Come on. And today, we are under the tutelage of our general manager. 
George Washington. President's Day originally was the celebration of Washington's birthday. Which is the 22nd? On the 22nd, that's right. Which I missed uh, by one day. Just found out this fascinating presidential fact. When Washington was born, we were still using the, is it Julian calendar? Different calendar. And according to the calendar at the time, he was born on my birthday, February the 11th. Really? And my birthday that's the old calendar. My birthday's the 21st, and when I was a kid, we, we, we honored uh, Washington's birthday, and I always wished I'd have been one day later. And I always wished I'd been one day later to share a birthday with Lincoln. Mm, how exciting. Both of us. A day off and a dollar short. Nobody's wishing they'd been one day later so they could be on the same day as James Tyler. There is a new historian's academics list of the best presidents that came out over mm. the weekend. That we'll, t- that. that we'll take Compelling. a look at, with the headline being that Biden ranks higher than Reagan on this new list, which is... Uh, these lists... Well, that's all you need to know. That's right. what that is. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, these lists uh, get mentioned every President's Day, and uh, Joe always points out that because of the way academics and historians tend to be politically, whoever grew the government the most tends to rank higher. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah whoop de doo um, We can talk more about that later. Academics worship power. My kids are out of school. The stock market's closed. But, like, UPS and FedEx are delivering. And the banks are open. But the post office, I don't know. It's one of, it's one of those weird uh, ones. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not like Christmas or something where it's very predictable, so. Call ahead of time. Right. Um, did you see the first story in 60 Minutes last night? Boy, that was a good I, one. I did, indeed, about the, the Navy there in the Red Sea or Persian Gulf. or Yeah. and uh, Lake Erie. It was one of those. And the dude from the Navy saying, this is the most sustained wartime engagement the Navy has had since World War II, which is really something. Um, but I didn't know this till this morning. We have not been attacked. We, our troops, have not been attacked by Iranian groups for now 13 days, Mm. having been attacked multiple times a day, every day for the previous however many days since October 7th. But this came out over the weekend, uh, communication between Iran and Hezbollah. They had a big meeting with Iran telling Hezbollah, and this is probably what they're telling everybody, hey, lay off. Israel's on the ropes. Netanyahu's on the ropes. World opinion is tuned against them. The United States is starting to break with them. So it's not they've decided they uh, are scared of us or or they uh, rethought. Maybe it's an awful thing to do to attack U.S. troops. Uh, no, it's just a strategic, hey, we're winning. Let's not screw this thing up by dragging, you know, giving the United States or giving Israel uh, 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 some reason to, for people to feel sorry for them. It's, it's working. So lay off, which is pretty interesting strategy and pretty actually pretty smart, I think, as Biden, according to all reports, has really soured on BB and uh, we're saying stronger and stronger things against Israel. So but so it's been 13 days since one of those groups has attacked our troops. It's an interesting thing that we are dancing to the tune whistled by the mullahs. Yeah, that they uh, they 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 set the song and we dance to it. Yeah, exactly. Like James K. Polk, known as a great dancer. We've got some fabulous presidential <laughs> trivia for you. Wow. I've worked on it all weekend, often to up till midnight, <laughs> collecting this stuff. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, good for you. Um, 
I was, uh, I was, I knew we had a lot of firepower in the Red Sea and everything, but that sixty minutes piece made me realize that, geez, we are really loaded there. So the the whole pivot toward Asia and be ready for China. Geez, I don't know how much of our navy is there in the Red Sea, but it looks like a lot of attention is there. Troubled times. You think? Absolutely troubled. We were That's texting just... over the weekend. I said, I feel like we're on the precipice of something. Yeah, I think you're right. Joe's headline Not for good. the day. Troubled times. Um, I agree. Um, uh, there's a bunch of things happen over the weekend we can talk about, including a fabulous NBA All-Star game. I don't know if you watched that yesterday. Final score, 211-186. Hmm. You don't see that every day. Nearly 400 points scored in a basketball game. <laughs> Real defensive struggle. <laughs> Wow, but the conversation about why that is uh, with the uh, the young, selfish, nobody cares crowd might speak to other bigger issues. Actually, so how interesting! I, I've got to admit, I had not paid it a second's attention. Right. Um, so well, let's start the show officially before we get in trouble. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, how did it already get to be Monday, February nineteenth, known as President's Day, the year twenty twenty four. Thank you. We. <laughs> Life will not be a bore in 24. We are Armstrong and Getting. We approve of this program. Some people are calling Hadabata Kefcare his four score and seven years ago. We'll discuss. Let's begin the show now officially according to FCC rules, regulations, leaping into action at Mark. We've got President's Day deals all month long. So let's travel back in time and see what we can learn from Honest Abe himself. Mr. Lincoln, I need you to come with me to the future. Let's go. Here at Riverside Metro Auto Group, we don't judge you by your credit score, but by your character. Well said. Now give them the website. What's a website? Oh, so that was some sort of local car commercial involving Lincoln? Yep. I guess, so is that just mocking the idea that uh, (laughs) that's what President's Day has become? I'm George Washington, and Martha and I sleep on these sheets. So, yeah, yeah. That is a that's a decent point. Uh, it's a federal holiday. A lot of other people are working, and then so you lumped all the presidents together, and all it is is an excuse for sales or a day off. Yep, not a bad point. Speaking of presidents, President Trump has now raised almost a half million dollars on his GoFundMe that he started over the weekend. I guess, or somebody started for him over the weekend. I don't know if he started it himself to try to dig him out of that financial hole from that ruling on Friday that we will have to talk about if you haven't heard it. He got fined, whatever you want to call it. Disgorged is the actual term. He got disgorged. That's a, that sounds rough, doesn't it? Mm, how was your weekend? Not good. I got disgorged. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he got disgorged to the tune of nearly half a billion dollars, uh, which hurts no matter how rich you are. So we'll talk about that on the way, too. I am highly troubled by that whole Heck thing. Yeah, and and nobody is uh, outside of like Fox and the New York Post. I mean, everybody's reporting it just well. That makes perfectly good sense to us. We, we read from you the Associated Press a couple of weeks ago. They spent a lot of time going through the history of that New York law and could found not one single example of anything like this ever happening. Um. For a bunch of obvious reasons that we can point out when we talk about this more later, but it's it's highly troubling. I'll give you my two cent version. You had no victim complaining, nobody unhappy with any of the transactions, 
And and these are powerful, well-connected folks who, if they were unhappy, they could have their voices heard. So no complaint whatsoever, but Ad Judge says, yeah, 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 you did all this stuff. And uh, by the way, the government gets like uh, $480 million. So give us the money. Uh, wait a minute. What now? Right. Doesn't go to the quote-unquote victims because there weren't any. The government just takes it. Yeah, it's it is highly troubling, and um, politically, I think it is going to hugely backfire. In that, uh, a lot of people uh, see it as as what you just described it as, sort of political hit job, and another uh, situation where you're going to have a lot of people who are kind of on the fence who are going to be like, "All right, if this is what you're going to do, I I'm going to get over my." Uh, troubles i have with trump and vote for him anyway yeah so politically i think it backfires but anyway that's a that's a troubling story good god um how does mailbag look it'll do fantastic and then we got president's day trivia it's a jerry ford of a feature wow Mm. wow wow it's a one-termer What's that guy? It ain't Lincoln. It ain't Buchanan. It's somewhere in between. What's that guy from like the 20s? Senator from Ohio, I think. Good looking guy, but kind of a know nothing. Uh, oh, uh, Warren G. Harding? Yeah. Kind of a Warren Harding of a feature. Elected because he looked like a president. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's a better way to do it. I don't know. Um, mailbag's on the way and a bunch of other stuff. Text line 415 295 KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, we got a text. No, uh, you're wrong. Steven Tyler. Dude looks like a lady who was not president. John Tyler was our president. Steven Tyler, not a president. Lead singer of Aerosmith, but not president. His leadership was sorely missed, too, particularly from 1976 to 1980. The Russians are looking into a cause of death for Alexei Navalny. The investigation goes on, I just read. So. Yeah. Yeah, they won't let the family see the body or the lawyers or anything like that. No. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. You'd think I'd go with a president today. And I could have, but I was reminded of this. It's one of my all-time favorites by our discussion about the uh, Trump trial in Manhattan and the half a billion dollars it's going to cost him, if indeed the, the ruling stands. And uh, this is from Ayn Rand and Atlas Shrugged. Absolutely love this. Did you really think we want those laws observed, said Dr. Ferris? We want them to be broken. You'd better get it straight that it's not a bunch of Boy Scouts you're up against. We're after power, and we mean it. There's no way to rule innocent men. The only power any government has is to crack down on criminals. Well, when there aren't enough criminals, one makes them. One declares so many things to be a crime that it becomes impossible for men to live without breaking laws. Who wants a nation of law-abiding citizens? What's there in that for anyone? But just pass the kinds of laws that can neither be observed nor enforced or objectively interpreted, and you create a nation of lawbreakers, and then you cash in on guilt. Now that's the system. That's the game. And once you understand it, you'll be much easier to deal with. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about it more later, but just briefly, the idea that Morgan freaking Stanley gives out gazillions of dollars in loans without doing their due diligence on people of whether or not it's a good loan is a ridiculous notion and that the state needs to step in and protect them. Even though they have yeah. never complained once during the entire time. I would agree. Here's a little mailbag, but not much. We got this note from D in Sacramento. Thought you'd like this verse from Exodus. Now, this is uh, one of your new translation versions that Jack is against. Jack is a... King James supremacist. King James only. Or earlier. Prior to King James, you have to be able to read Aramaic or something. Latin. Ancient Aramaic, right. Yeah, not the new hip Aramaic. (laughs) So, what do you want first? The King James, which is impossible to understand? Or the translation, so average people can understand the word of God? Go King James first, just so we can hear what the translation turned out to be. I'm interested in that. Ah, uh, yeah, whoops, wrong clickeroony. there it is. Thou shalt not raise a false report, put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment 
And then three, neither shalt thou countenance a poor man in his cause. Sounds like don't pad your expense account at work. Is that what it's saying? <sighs> Boy. Uh, according to one of the many translations, uh, and this is Exodus chapter 23, verses 2 and 3, if you're you know looking for it. You must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you are called to testify in a dispute, do not be swayed to the crowd by the crowd to twist justice. And do not slant your testimony in favor of a person just because that person is poor. Mm. That last part was the part I think D wanted us to notice. Mm. That way back in the book of Exodus, they recognized underdogma. Right. Hey, and don't be, you know, deciding in favor of somebody just because they have less power. And D signs off, injustice is not compassionate. There you go. The Something Bible. That, yeah, that's right, sir. That's right. Something that your Ibram's ex Kendi and your Robbins D'Angelo have tried to obscure, tried to make people forget. I have got something so good for you today that I just came across last night about your health and your aging. Uh-oh. And a test you can do to see where you are on the chart that I did last night before I went to bed. Because I just learned of this. Mm. Physical, mental, both? Physical. Oh, boy. Physical, yeah. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. It's the idea of power as opposed to strength. This is a new thing. The smart people are saying we need to pay more attention to power than strength. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> power is what, especially for old people, like uh, what helps you, if you start to stumble, get your foot out in time so you don't fall down. Ah. Strength doesn't help you with that, apparently. Mm. Power does. Interesting. And, uh, and uh, there is a quick test you can do to see where you are on the power scale. See if you're behind or ahead for your age. Well, I'm quick as a cat, but I'm wearing this full Lincoln costume, including the top hat, so Today's it not could today. be difficult. Today's yeah. not the day. I mean, it's yeah. like you're just it's like you just left the play. I mean, you're stumbling around. Well, it's too bad I'm not uh, wearing my early Lincoln costume, which I sometimes sport, just breeches and stripped to the waist, ready for wrestling. <laughs> right. Uh, we got more on that Trump judgment, uh, maybe that physical test, and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a beloved Armstrong and Getty President's Day tradition. Presidential trivia. With me, noted historian Joe Getty. George Washington, Jack, was the only American president to be unanimously elected. That makes sense. Sure. Chester A. Arthur was nicknamed Elegant Arthur because of his fashion sense. Ah. Not quite as significant as that first one. No, I'd say not. But fascinating. Mm. Franklin Pierce was the first president to have a Christmas tree in the White House. I'll be ding-danged. Honey, I can't believe the kids are missing this. Gather them around the radio. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, John F. Kennedy, the first president to hold a press conference on television. We're just getting started, folks. If you are fascinated by that, stay with us. Um, mostly because prior to that, there wouldn't have been hardly anybody to watch it. And much prior to that, there weren't no television, so. (laughs) Excellent analysis from noted historian Jack (laughs) Armstrong. Uh, more presidential trivia later. Um, we might have Mike Lyons on, talk about, I, I just saw some commentary from him on CNN over the weekend. So, Ukraine lost a major city to the Russians, which I find to just be a horror absolute horror uh but lion says all is not lost if ukraine can get some equipment help in time but uh, that was definitely not a a good moment for ukraine over the weekend Uh, we'll check in on that situation and will there be funding for ukraine i don't know there's still a lot of talk of it in washington dc but a lot of things would have to come together for that to occur Still trying to tie it to the border with the whole idea of, you know, how can we send send money to Ukraine using my finger quotes that we're not sending money to Ukraine. Um, how can we send money to Ukraine when we don't even take care of our own border? It's it's weird no matter what that we don't take care of our own border. I mean, you could say, how can we be sending a spaceship to the moon when we don't take care of our border? How can we 
uh, I don't know, fund the arts when we don't take care of our border. You could put anything before that and it would work for me. A thousand different things. Why do we have 12,500 employees at the Department of the Interior, whatever it does, instead of uh, 8,000, say? And then we could fund the border. Right. You could go on for weeks and weeks. With Bill Malusian. False comparisons. With Bill Malusian of Fox reporting today, he's in some town I've never even heard of in California on the border. Uh, saying because Texas is cracking down so hard, the cartels and and immigrants, he calls them migrants, uh, immigrants uh, trying to come across have moved west to Arizona and particularly this area in California. So now the show is broadcast from California, but now the uh, the hot spots are going to be California crossing the border because Texas. That'll is, be exciting. Like, you can't do that here, at least for now, until the Biden administration forces them to. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, said it's going to cost $12 billion by the end of 2025 to deal with the migrant crisis, he calls it. Yeah, well, it's been very expensive for a lot of towns for many, many, many years. When you were talking about sanctuary cities, you either virtue signaling liar or uh, not very deep thinking moron. I'll give you a choice of either one of those. You got to choose one. Seems legit. Yeah. So here's something I learned last night from reading the New York Times. Anytime anything comes along, exercise-wise, you have to wonder, is this is this anything new, or is this just like, because there's a lot of fashion that happens in, in exercising. They always have to come oh, yeah. up with a new thing to try to sell you, you know, now you're using kettlebells instead of dumbbells. And they're different. Somehow that's better for lifting weights. So go out and buy those. Sure, and jazzercise is completely different than aerobics or whatever, or you know, is different. class. Than, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, but that's fine, you know, if yeah, it keeps yeah, you yeah, interested, yeah. it's great. But to, pretending that it's some sort of enormous breakthrough is, is silly. But for exercising, there has been some stuff in recent years I've found interest, uh, new and intriguing. For instance, the idea that you're better off running series of sprints than going out and running a couple of miles because that's what we're really that's what our bodies are designed for and what we really need and that's what really gives you a tremendous amount of uh, benefit. It's that quick start, go hard, stop and rest. Quick start, go hard, stop and rest. Mm. That's that's what we're we're built to do and that's what helps build our muscles, keep us alive, all that sort of stuff. And that kind of fits into this whole thing of strength versus power. And they've. Well, first of all, this depressing note. Um, from the age of 55 on, and if you're not there yet when you do get there, you, you'll want to know this. Uh, from the age of 55 on, you, you, you lose 1% to 3% of your strength annually if you're not working out. If you're working out, you can hold on to it. But if you're not exercising your, you know, whatever muscles you're not exercising, decrease 1% to 3% per year. Your power disappears at a rate almost double that. So... Two to six percent disappear appearing every year. With power, the definition of power being the ability to apply force rapidly using fast twitch muscle fibers and short explosive bursts. Strength, oh, my short explosive bursts are few and far between. Strength allows you to lower into a chair. Power gets you back up. If you trip and stumble, power allows you to quickly recover and avoid a fall. It's power that you need to get that bag in the overhead bin of the the, the, the flight as opposed mm. to strength when you're just, like, pushing on something and doing lifts. So, anyway, here's the test that they do to see if you have the power you need to do. And I did this last night. 
How do you know if you're losing power? One of the most time-tested ways to tell is the sit-and-stand test, which also gauges one's risk for falling. You sit in a chair with a straight back and no armrests. You cross your arms over your chest, resting your hands on your shoulders, feet fat on the flat on the floor, or fat on the floor in my case. <laughs> my fat, fat feet. <laughs> Start a timer for 30 seconds and count how many times you can move from sitting to standing. So you stand, sit back down. Stand, sit back down. How many times you can do it in 30 seconds? So uh, I did this test last night, and I'll tell you what the numbers should be. I did this test last night, and I told my son, I said, get out your watch. Get your stopwatch on your watch. Okay, get that app on. Say, I need you to time me for 30 seconds. I want you to just count down and say go, and then at 30 seconds, say stop. He said, okay. So I get the chair. I move it in the living room. He goes three, two, one, go. I start doing my stand. I'm picturing like a like a kitchen chair, a dining room chair. That's yeah, sort of thing. the chair at the table. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I start standing, sitting, standing, sitting, standing, sitting, standing, sitting. Because of my radio job, I am pretty accustomed to knowing almost exactly how long thirty seconds or a minute is. I'm standing, sitting, standing, sitting, standing, sitting, standing, sitting. Look at my son, standing, sitting, standing, sitting. And at some point, I say, "It has to have been thirty seconds." And he said, "Oh, I spaced off." Yeah, it's been long past 30 seconds. <laughs> I said, how complicated were these instructions? I said, all you got to do is say stop at 30 seconds. And I started thinking of something else. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. So, like father, like son, acorn tree, etc. Yes. Anyway, so I had to rest for a while because I had really gone hard trying to make sure that I reached the number you're supposed to reach for my age group. And I'd really gone hard and was exhausted, so I had to wait like 15 minutes to do it again. I said, let's go over the instructions really carefully this time. Anywho, um, there's no uh, defined standard for younger adults. One one study suggested that men under 60 should be able to complete at least 17 repetitions, women 15 if you're under 60. If you're 65 or over, you should be able to do 12 or more. Women 11, if you score below that, you're low on power, and you should start working on that because power is very important to your quality of life. Again, like the ability to lift a bag of groceries into the cart or catch yourself if you stumble and fall or a variety of things. Um, so maybe take that test at home today and try it out. It's pretty it's pretty simple. 30-second uh, stand sit. How many times can you do it? And can you do it at least if you're under 60, like I said? Um can do it at least that many times, at least 17 times. I was good for 20, so I'm still in the I'm okay range. Very nice. Thank God. But when I, when I, um, I thought that was really interesting with the stumbling and falling part because when I, I broke my ribs and my wrist falling when I was doing chemotherapy and I was pretty weak during in the middle of chemotherapy and that's what had happened to me i was taking the tr trash out to the end of the gladys i'm uh, telling a story from years past maybe she doesn't work on president's day um i'm taking the trash out i lift off the can and i turn around and i kind of stumble a little bit and i could not get my foot out in front of me fast enough to keep oh. from falling down and i just kind of did a couple of steps and down i went when I was really weak from the chemotherapy, and I guess that's what can happen when you get older, and it's how you have a fall, and you break a bone, and that can really affect your quality of life, and you don't want that to happen, so work on your power. Will do. Yeah. Will do. Yeah. During the Flexibility is super important, too. During super, the commercials, super Michael, important. you should uh, time yourself on the chair, Michael. I will do that. 30 seconds. I'll I try, will. I'll try not to space out and forget what it is I'm doing, so you do all of those standing and sittings for no particular reason. 
I got to figure out if there are any appropriate chairs. I don't know. I'm kind of tired today. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> if you feel like you're too tired to do it today, that's another sign. No, no. Um, so many signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Katie's headlines coming up in a little bit. We will go through some of the Trump legal stuff that happened after we got off the air on Friday. But if you didn't hear, I mean, if you're not the sort of person that follows the news closely, he got hit with a, call it a fine or whatever you want to call it. It's a disgorgement of almost half a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. A lot it's of money. mind-boggling in a situation where nobody was unhappy with the business deals as they unfolded. Right. And then Trump over the weekend, uh, was this a plan to get the money back? Launched his new Trump sneakers at $400 a pair. They're gold high-top sneakers that have a big T on the side. Because, of course, they are. And they <laughs> and they sold out immediately. I went to the website, thought considered getting a pair. God, they'd be a collector's item if nothing else. Um, but uh, they sold out very quickly. Can you imagine walking around in shiny gold high tops? With a T on the side? <laughs> Not only drawing attention to yourself in kind of an odd way, but your political leanings displayed for the world. Just fantastic. So you're you're dressed like some sort of Harlem pimp, but a Trump fan. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. You're uh you're if you're gonna be most stereotypical, this isn't all true, but you're uh, kind of in a rural area working class person, and you're gonna yeah. wear gold tennis shoes with a T on red T on the side. And a, a red MAGA hat. Yeah. Well, my dad wears the MAGA hat everywhere he goes. Gets comments both ways on him, on it everywhere he goes. Wow. Wow, that's bold for oh, a yeah. man of his uh, years. Uh, absolutely. He's not back. He's, he won't back down, which I guess was the DeSantis thing. But anyway, it's Trump now. It's Trump's now. Uh, we DeSantis got, quit. He's we, a quitter. We got the headlines with Katie Green coming up next. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Coming up next hour, my favorite piece of presidential trivia. But first, this. The presidential election of 1800 between Adams and Jefferson was one of only two elections that resulted in the House of Representatives deciding who'd be president. It was also the only time there was a tie for president in the Electoral College. Now, although it wasn't a tie, the House of Reps also had to decide the president in the election of 1824 between Adams' son John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson when no candidate reached the required majority of electoral votes. That was because it was a three-way race between J.Q. Adams, Andrew Jackson, and Ralph Nader. Exactly. Back to you. Uh, yeah, if you haven't read about that period of history, it's quite interesting that, as you mentioned earlier, George Washington was unanimously elected. Next president after him, next presidential election when he was gone, super bitty, bitter, divisive, angry, full of lies and hate. Immediately. Immediately. First election yeah. after Washington. Don't. Didn't take long. Humans, Katie, what are you going to do with them? Katie, you're young and uh, fit. You should do the standing sitting test that I was just talking about from the chair. Okay, I plan to after the newscast. How many times you can do it in 30 seconds? We just okay. got this text, because I did I did 20 and was very happy about myself. I'm a female, age 60, I did 21. Okay, well then, guess I won't feel... You cheated. Guess I won't feel quite as good about myself as I did before. 
And what are you going to do? If I can do four, I'll be pleased. Hey, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Starting with the Wall Street Journal. FBI director says China's cyber attacks on U.S. infrastructure now at unprecedented scale. Oh, boy. It's so clearly going to be a big, big story the next several years. Cyber warfare. Yikes. What, are the, what is China trying to accomplish right now, though? I wouldn't think they'd want to alert us to their capabilities. Yeah, I, I see your point. I think part of it is just they're looking for bargaining chips. Hey, you got to cut that out. We don't know anything about it. Although maybe we could look into it if you do this, that, and the other. And how much do we push back? Is it the way we handled um, the Middle East? You can attack us a lot, and we'll barely push back. Do we do the same thing with cyber? I don't know. There's a headline from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Where is it? Uh, It's something to the effect of cyber experts say they're attacking us like crazy and we're asleep at the switch. Great. From the Washington Post. Documents reveal Abraham Lincoln pardoned Biden's great-great-grandfather. Really? Yeah, Biden's great-great-grandfather got into a fight and stabbed somebody and was up for attempted murder and was pardoned by Abraham Lincoln. It was the grandfather of Corn Pop. That is... That he stabbed. That is... That is... That is odd. From Bloomberg. Largest COVID vaccine study yet finds links to health conditions. Like what? Uh, They're saying they were seeing blood clots and heart conditions. And who's reporting this? This is coming from Bloomberg. Okay. As the days tick by, the politics around this crap, and I've got another story on a similar topic later, but um, will recede bit by bit, inch by inch, and will actually be able to get some reasonable medical studies of all this, I would hope. The new variant that's out, we can talk about it later, uh, it's almost 100% of any COVID cases right now. They're not sure if the vaccine works on it or if you have any immunity from having had COVID before for this new one. From Fox News, New York rule change makes thousands of migrants eligible for cash payments. Awesome. This is called safety net assistance. Happy to hand you my tax money. Exactly. Dumbest country ever. From ABC News, Trump met with Chance and some booze while selling sneakers in Philadelphia. Well, he sold them all. Sold out immediately. I tried to get a pair. Couldn't. I was too late. From page six. Travis Kelsey wins Athlete of the Year at People's Choice Awards after calling nomination effing nonsense. (laughs) The People's (laughs) Choice Awards, hilarious. Athlete of the Year, effing nonsense is right. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Hillary releases new line of cement shoes. Quote, the last pair of shoes they'll ever need. (laughs) (laughs) There's a contrast with Trump. Hashtag Clinton body count. There is a new survey of the best presidents first to last. We could hit you with an hour or two, among other things. A little wrap of what happened uh, to Trump on Friday, which I think is pretty important, both legally and in terms of him running for president right now. Trump's dead, yes. Trump's dead last, by the way, in the new historians, academics rank the presidents. Shocking. I mean, of oh, course. You give it away. Of course they but did. But the, the great Joseph Biden ranked very, very highly. Wow, that's a great little poll there. <laughs> uh, if you miss a segment, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.